especially like a guy like Tage Thompson who's probably going to be a Hall of Famer at this rate. No, that's bold. yeah. Hall of Famer. He gets, he's on pace for sixty-three goals. On pace doesn't mean anything. I think he could get sixty goals. That's like someone asking your GPA, and you're like, "Oh, I'm I'm on pace for a three point seven. Like. Welcome to episode 17. Yeah. Right? 17? Yeah. Yeah. The Buffalo Sabres played a hockey game tonight. They played a, They did play a hockey game tonight, and they won. Yeah. They let in four goals, but they won in a 9-4 to four win in Columbus, if you didn't they see it. They let in four goals and still won by five. So, yeah. do the Tate math. Thompson, speaking of number five, five goals for uh, that guy. That's, that's. I still cool. think we should have waited to sign him. Yeah, I, I yeah, hundred percent. That was a bad signing. Still, it is for him. He left money on the table. How much money uh, is Tate Thompson making after this season if he never is took that contract? Is it crazy to say like ten and a half to eleven? I don't think so. I think eleven is where you start talking. I, I. Shout out Kevin Adams. We dog on him a lot, and we're gonna dog on him in this episode. <laughs> we're probably gonna. Dog I am him. not finished with you, Kevin. Probably but, uh, tonight. We'll find yeah. something. Yeah. Um. But um. Yeah. That's that's some rock star shit right there. It's not often five goals scored by a center who was projected to be nothing about two three years ago. So that's yeah. Okay. If I if I went back in time to you and I told you at the Eichel draft, all I say is. In 2022, we have a top three center. Who do you think that is going to pan out to be? If I told you in the past. (laughs) (laughs) Rasmus Ristolainen. Well, guess what? The Sabres have a top three center in the NHL right now. Stat-wise, yeah. Overall game-wise, I don't want to say yet. I don't think it's close yet. I mean, you're saying Nate McKinnon, Leon Dreisaitl, Connor McDavid, Sidney Crosby, they all exist. They're still – we can't be jumping into – I'm talking top. about right now. I'm not talking about over yeah, right now. Right, yeah, right now in the NHL today, this season, Tate Thompson is a top three center. Yeah. He's yeah. ginormous. He's not just scoring a goal from one spot. He has hands like a like – a, like a Rolex. <laughs> Dude, dude's just everything. Top three center. It's kind of – it doesn't feel real. Like this whole – like this season, coming this season, we had our projections, and I thought Tage was kind of going to slow down from last season. I'm like, guys are going to figure him out. Teams know who he is now. He's the number one center. They're going to scout him. They're going to watch film. They're going to break him down. He's – on pace for 63 goal, no more than that now, in over 123 points. So that's absurd. I mean, we were just saying on paces can mean anything. It depends what you finish with, and anything could happen. But that's unreal. That is unreal. Jack Eichel never came close to this, and not to shit on the guy, but fuck that guy. It's just the an big- easy comparable because 
he's what's so fresh on everyone's mind, especially at center. Like yeah, let's break down Jack Eichel. Yeah, let's replace. Let's uh, break down the Jack Eichel trade. Vegas receives Eichel in a third for Peyton Krebs, Alex Tuck, Osland a second, and Tage Thompson as your number one center. They were saying today on TNT how what, they're like, "Oh, would you trade Jack Eichel for Tage Thompson right now, one for one?" And they were like, "Eh, no." Like <laughs> they think Thompson's value is higher. I think money comes to play with that, but like. And they also made a good point. If Eichel never left, Thompson may have not ever became this thing. I mean, Granado's decision to put him at first center, you don't make that decision if you have Jack Eichel. He'd probably maybe get the chance at second line, but he'd be in the shadow. How a lot of I, I don't think he would ever get second line with that if we have the same team that we have Jack Eichel with because you also had Sam Reinhart, who was proving to be a center, who was a center his whole career. but um, <laughs> Not here for some reason. Here. No. Well, him and Jack Eichel are buddies, so they have to play. Yeah, there was a, remember that yeah, gift of them riding the tandem? Let's not talk about the past because we talk about the past every episode. We're living in the 2020s now where Tage Thompson just scored a five-goal game. Six-point night. Wow. He had an assist wow. just to make it better. Just There's nothing else to say other than wow. I mean, we can sit here and drool about it all night, but I mean like that – When's First the last player to have a five-goal night in a Sabres uniform? Dave Andrew Chuck. That's it. That's the end of the list. <laughs> this is history right now, and the Sabres are are really figuring out. On a warpath. We're on a warpath, Zach. That's hoo-ha. We're on a warpath. I mean, at this point. Is look, it Stanley Cup or bust? That's the real problem. <laughs> I think the odds are this. We either win the Stanley Cup or we don't. So it's 50-50 on that. Okay, here's where I'm going to get into start shitting on Kevin right now. You have. No, we're not shitting on Kevin. I'm shitting. No, 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 no. We're we're not even 10 minutes in to a podcast where we we just watched a 9-4 game. We just watched it. We're not. If we can save that to the end, save your grievances till the end. We we can't be this negative, this negative after a, a night like tonight. I don't think. I think. We just played a bad team and scored nine goals on them. We just proved that we're not a bad team. We had an eight-game losing streak. You're a young team. I don't think we're a bad team at all. That eight-game lose streak. Hopefully that woke us up and that will never happen again. You cannot lose eight games in a row. That goes without without saying. I mean, I blame that entire streak injury. We're two years removed from a 17-game losing streak. So to That's stop awkward. it at eight, I think – yeah, that did suck. Ralph Kruger year. It's looking up in Buffalo. I think you can agree. We're going to play Pittsburgh in a back-to-back on Friday. I that game, those two games will tell because right now it's so. There's what so many. Obviously, that'd be great. We are we're I think, thirteen and one. We're above five hundred. It is looking, looking up. I don't think we have anything to yell at Kevin about today. Were you going to say I, something about goalie? No, but actually, there is a discussion about a goalie on the market right now that I wanted to get into later. Uh, Jeff Skinner had four assists tonight, quietly. Rasmus Dahlin having a three-point night. Dylan Cousins' third third-point game, three-point game in a row. So, Paid second him. start of the week last week, and only because Connor McDavid put up video game numbers again. Uh, Cousins had four goals, five assists for nine points in four games. Connor McDavid had five goals, six assists for 11 points in four games. That's just unfair. Like, I don't understand how that works, how he's human. 
Yeah, especially with Drysidle there too, and he's still. I know I get the assists and stuff, but like putting up those numbers between two guys, I don't know. It's I would it's rather have Edmonton, Edmonton run Connor McDavid. He single handedly carries that team. Well, with Big da- or Drysidle, so remove those two and they're nothing. Edmonton is the worst team in the league. Speaking of remove them and they're nothing, what happens if you remove all Tage Thompson's goals tonight? It's an overtime game that we blow. And <laughs> yeah. That's obviously not what happened, but it's just a funny, funny thing to think about. Yeah, that is crazy that without his five goals, it's a four four game going overtime. But uh yeah, in the beginning of the game, they scored three on three straight shots. They switched their goalie. Um Merzlikens came in, and then they scored on the next shot, his first shot. So four. Yeah, it looked uh, for I don't know how many other people uh, dealt with TNT tonight, but frustrating. Not a game I'd like to watch. Definitely. Thank you for that TNT. But um, I looked down at my phone and it was six shots on net, and it was four nothing. So definitely not having a bad night when that's your first period. Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't. You weren't able to watch the first period, which is unfortunate. I listened to. It for the most part, the first. It was crazy. It was like I was in. I was writing an essay, and I look up goal, look up again goal. It's I couldn't write my essay. So how could did you? It, did it in the intermissions. That's what I was really saying. I was like, how am I supposed to write a paper right now when the Sabers are on a warpath? Six goal first period. <laughs> when has that ever <laughs> happened ever? Will it happen ever again? Yes, against us? Pittsburgh on Friday, <laughs> and then against Pittsburgh on Saturday. Are we home Saturday? Home first away second. We're home on Friday. Okay. Yeah, that will be interesting. Uh, that's a good matchup right there. Well, last time they came to town was the comeback. Five straight goals in the third. Four straight. Something like that. Did we win that game? We did win that game. That was to go 7-3-0 and in the first 10. That's how we started the season. And then from then, we lost eight in a row. That was fun. That was a that was a hoop, man. <laughs> that was a blast. Thank you, Kevin. Good work. Yeah. Clown. But looking at tonight, obviously Cousins had that goal. Thompson had five. Talk's goal. Let's talk about that quickly. That was a nice shot. That was a great shot. And then also Payne Krebs goal. Beautiful. You're gonna Welcome. have to paint a picture for me. I did not see Tuck's goal. Tuck, uh, just basically from the red line, quick turn to the net, sniped it top shelf, bar down, just freak angle, buried it, and it was like, oh, we're we're he's just gonna keep burying him. Very good season, like quietly, like not a lot of people are talking about how good he's doing this season. Yeah, uh, definitely. Tate Thompson is the center. Uh, I think anybody would be putting up points with Tate Thompson at center, but I, Alex Tuck is a very good contributor to everything. So. Yeah, props to him. Uh, yeah, can't complain. Yeah, when your top line is one, three, and four, and your top point getters, that's huge. Well, yeah. we, we have to talk about the kids' line. Um, yes, I wanted to make a a graphic of the album by Mac Miller Kids and put them on it. I don't. We'll see how that it goes. Would I would that like would, that. I'd put it on a T-shirt or something. Keep yeah. your eyes on, guys. How awesome is that, that that's working right now? 
Yeah, you love to see it. Um, I think when we were all we were like projecting lines before the season, I was like, there's just no way that they put Cousins, Quinn, Paterka together only because How the oldest player is Cousins at 21 in some months. Like he's not even 22, and they're the best line in the NHL before tonight. I don't know about after they did score, so they might still be holding it. They by uh, statistically are the greatest line in the National Hockey League for like expected goals per 60 or points, something like that. They but didn't score, did they? Cousins did the first goal. He scored on a power play. You're right. I don't know if they got any other goals. I don't think so. Yeah, they they didn't produce, but we scored nine goals, so I'm not going to knock them for that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's – the fact that we have a line where the oldest person is 21 is and it's working and they're one of the best lines in the league uh, says enough. Yeah, that's, that's good enough. On an absolute warpath. And back I to fire. Yeah. There back to Can you imagine we had a second line in front of Cousins Paterka Quinn? Like they were like the third line young guns who were like to throw them out there, but like that was our, our second line. Episode. That yeah. was our whole episode last week. Like the biggest problem with the Sabres right now is that third line with Middlestat and Olison. When they're out there, it's hell. Like there was a goal. How many goals were on them tonight? I'm not sure. I know one for sure, but Jacob Bryson, not good at sports. Um, <laughs> he's in the NHL, but he's better. He'll do more than probably I ever will. But uh, probably. <laughs> but like, We're not ruling out Tony's NHL career just yet. <laughs> a few but, uh, things that need to happen. He's. It's just like it feels like he's out there for every damn goal, and is. It's he makes a lot of mistakes. Lawrence Pilot didn't look pretty tonight. Um, and Henry Yoki Haru is being single handedly carried by Owen Power, who, by the way, is awesome. Like, he's having a fantastic year. Definitely. I don't want to be negative this episode. I'm trying hard not to say. I know, but it's it's more of like you see, I get, what the, real, I get the realist in it. Like, you're just. It's like I want to see playoffs so bad. Are there problems we have to fix? Yes. Like tonight, I, I, and the other night against San Jose, fun. Yes. Uh, I, two and zero in the Goatheads. This is the old two and zero in the Goatheads, and it was six to three. And what was the score against St. Louis? Was that a six to three? Six two. Well, I think it was six three. So I didn't. I didn't see that game. I missed it. But um, a twelve six. Yeah. Goal, goal spread? What would be the word for that? I don't know. But Lukanen can't make a save. Um, I think the experiment should end now. I, Eric Comrie, hope all is going well. I hope you're recovering well. The experiment should end. Who are we Who are we playing? Lukanen. No, I know, but you said the experiment should end. Who yeah, he's the experiment. Instead of him. I know no, Comrie's hurt, but I, give me Michael Hauser at this point. I, no, I, come, come on. on. Michael Hauser. He's got great stats <laughs> in favor. Michael Hauser is a stud. I don't we just scored six goals in a game and the next game scored nine and our very next move is to dress Michael Hauser. Come <laughs> on. No, but uh there's obviously not much the Sabres can do in goal other than maybe call up a Suban, but I don't That'd even know. I'm in for that. I'm in for I that am in for Michael that. Hauser. He's a 
great vibes guy, Malcolm Subban, loved by everyone. But um, the only thing they could do is make a trade. Other than that. I don't see the goalie situation being changed until Comrie comes back. Unless, God forbid, one of our goalies gets hurt. But Here's the problem I have. So everyone's kind of like waiting for Devin Levi to save us, kind of. Is that, two years? Three, maybe? Yeah, two, yeah. And you're expecting – you need to – you can't rush these guys into just being good. That's how you – not how to develop yeah. a player or a goalie specifically, which if you're looking at the NHL right now, every goalie who is known to be good is not doing good besides Linus, Linus Omar turning Dominic Hasek, uh this offseason. That's good, good for him. him. Uh, yeah. Sabres could have, you know, but whatever. Like but, him. um, even guys like Markstrom and, uh, Calgary and Thatcher Demko, Wink, um, all these guys are just not putting up great numbers right now. I think Holly Buck's doing good in, uh, Winnipeg. Winnipeg's kind of on a tear right now, but, um, it's a bad year for goalies everywhere. The highest paid goalies, I'm pretty sure the seven out of the top 10 are under, 900 save percentage so that's it's just it's just a weird year for goalies overall but well the and it's the 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 league scoring more yeah last it, year, this year there's a boom in goals so obviously goalies numbers are going to reflect that like yeah but when if you look back at the goal scored tonight the past couple games on UPL it's like you gotta oh, say the Comrie it was UPL. Comrie it was more of like oh that's really unfortunate like Oh, a two-on-one every five seconds? Okay, I get it. Breakaways like, before? Yeah, Jack Eichel had three breakaways that <laughs> first period or something like that. Which he saved. Yeah, and but... Until Eichel did score a hat-trick, but... We're yeah, not talking about today. Lukanen is just letting muffins go in. Like, tonight, the, Columbus played terribly. Obviously, defensively and offensively. I gotta and disagree with you. Some of, some of Columbus's goals were just... Perfectly placed, like they're not getting stopped. There was just one right in Nyquist comes to mind. The fourth one, I think that one I didn't really pay attention to. So, when when everything I've ever said, it was it was the corner of the crossbar and in. Okay, no one saving that. So, (laughs) but I don't think you plug in a goalie right now. I don't think that's. You can even get a guy who's putting up just the most average numbers because I think average goaltending is all it takes to give this team an extra 5-10 points. Like a Matt Murray? (laughs) Are we going to talk about that? Too soon. He's doing fantastic out there in Toronto, isn't he? Uh, Yeah, he just had a 45 save shutout against the Dallas Stars. He shut out Jason Robertson and the Dallas Stars. That's Yeah, he made 45 saves. If you, was that tonight or was that yesterday? That was, that was last night. That was a good yeah. game. Toronto was really good. And uh, remember, we were everyone was dogging on Toronto for being four four and one to start the season. Sabers yeah. were seven three and zero, like we said. Like nothing yeah. matters until Thanksgiving. Like, uh, so. like look at how look at those two store like Toronto's second in the Atlantic. Mm-hmm. Sabers are eight point seven points away now from a playoff spot. Like. All I want is meaningful games come February, March. Like I want to be like, oh, it's not over. It's we're not going to trade for Wayne Simmons and who's the other guy, Dominic Cahoon. 
Cahunaville. He was good. I like Dominic Cahoon. Uh, he kind of fell off the map. I don't really know. He went to Edmonton and then just – I think he's done. So, at least in the NHL. But Bobby, I think he's on Red Wings. Mm, that's Kubalik. Kubalik's on the Red Wings? Yeah. He, I, his career got revived the KUs, there. Man, the KUs, I'll tell you. Yeah. Oh, I was trying to look at the standings. Toronto, I'll give I'll give our uh, listeners a, a standing update for the East at least. Boston is 23-23-1 with 41 points. Wait, they they're 23-1? and one? They have a .854 uh, point percentage. Wait, what was what was her thing? Twenty three and one, twenty wins, three losses, one overtime. Oh, okay, a wow. plus forty three goal differential. What are the Sabers at right now? I know uh, we, we were twelve, thirteen and one right now. So I just meant point. Oh, point percentage. We're point four eight one, and we're no, plus uh, nine. Plus, that's what I meant. Yeah, okay. Plus nine. So we were second in the league at. Uh, in that stat not too long ago before the that. The two league. teams above us are minus 8 and minus 12, and the two teams below us are minus 24, the Philadelphia Flyers, and <laughs> Ottawa, minus 6. So we're the best team. Uh, we lead the NHL in goals for. We are the yeah. highest scoring team in the National Hockey League. You, we, I know you don't want me dogging Kevin, but you can't be the highest scoring team and be below 500 and not do anything. Yeah, that is my strategy. You've got to th- the eight-game losing streak. You're a young team. You don't – like all these lines are getting moved around. They didn't – Cousins, Paterka, and Quinn weren't clicking during that. It just – it's a different – I don't think they were together. I don't even together. That's what I mean. Like they were moving lines around every night, trying to see what worked. Some, th- some guys were also- – but there were also opportunity in that time to fix it, as in Ethan Bear in Carolina so or Mike soon. Riley on waivers. It's like they didn't. Kevin Adams made zero attempt to take something for free and make his team better when he needed it. And they got upgrading. Yeah, his name's Tyson Jost, pal. So sit down and stop trapping on Kevin. His name's Tyson Jost. And Joseph has been great so far. I won't say great, but he's been very he's he's a guy. Like he's you can't very hockey to me. Very what? Very hockey, dude. Yeah. Very hockey guy. Yeah. He's he gets the job done. He kills penalties. You need it. But I don't know. And just also like Krebs being blocked out of a spot, even though he played tonight, but like still scratching like Henestroza and who else? Asplund. Asplund did not play tonight. So he's a very good player, by the way. So, well, that's the problem we saw going into the season. That's the problem we see. We we're feeling during the eight game win streak. There's just too much of the same guys, and there's not a lot of room for everybody right now. And there's guys who are clearly part of the team that don't seem to be a part of a core. And especially now with the kids line moving, there's no room for Casey Middlestad anymore. Or Victor Olsen. he they provide nothing at five v five hockey, and that is a very high majority of a hockey game is five v five. 
and they don't do anything. And Milstat and Olsen, by the way, have not done anything on the power play either as of recently. Olsen, well, both on the second unit now, but they are they still get their time. And it's... Yeah, but you know Olsen can get going. Olsen was slow to start the season last year, so you know he can get going on the power play. Middlestat, you just he's a center. He, you're you're for sure done with Middlestat. Olsen, I think you got him until his contract's done. I believe. No, I I disagree. I, I'm well. I think with the analytics department we have and the people in the office, I don't think they're going to let that happen. And and not even speaking of, we have a kids line in Rochester right now that are could come up to the Sabres next year. Well, and take why? Then there is, we're just a young team again. We're just the same thing we were this year. I'm picking Yuri Kulich on this team over Victor Olsson every day of the week. Then you don't have room for veteran, the presence. You don't have room for the Bo Horvats or the uh, middle six wingers. They're, if we're bringing in one in, from the prospect pool already. That's a very good point, but also – you got that third line center there's role. So much young talent, like there's yeah. too much. At a point, it's got to be used as ca- capital. Our like, top six is locked. I feel like now, especially with the kids line, because yeah. obviously you can move the kids lines down in the lineup. But that top six that we're playing right now will be on the team for the next foreseeable four or five years. Season. That's true. You're not moving Skinner. You're not moving Tuck. You're not moving a six-six center who can dangle through a whole team and you're not moving that kids line right now because they're all young and growing together and they're scoring goals. Jack Quinn's playing great now. It's great to see. Obviously we were worried about him early, not scoring, but. Hey, when you're on the fourth line with Akposo and Gergensons and you're not given the opportunity to succeed, that's that what happens. But when you surround them with players who can play and keep up and got his young legs and. Look what happens. Dylan Cousins, man. I want to lock him up so bad. That's got to be soon. I, I, hope, I hope Kevin's talking to him. I thought there were higher chances of us extending Cousins than Samuelson last summer. I Well, didn't I, they try, they they tried to get something done? What was that? They tried to get something done with Cousins. It's not like... Yeah, I, I think Cousins definitely wanted to bet on himself. He's going to get paid. I think the, the talk around was like... I think after the whistle were saying six million, I think Cousins had nine points since that was uh, said. So I think Cousins is gonna want at least eight to eight and a half. Why wouldn't he? Look at Robert Thomas. Look at Tim Stutzla. Look at Tage Thompson, who just got boned. Like he's gonna, he's either gonna say, "I want a bridge deal, give me three to four years at like six seven, or give me the eight at like eight and a half. Do you even want him at a bridge deal? I don't want him at a bridge deal. No, I mean obviously not. Do that. There's he might want to do that, and this might that might have to be what we do because he's gonna want to get paid. But we have the money to do that. So and don't forget, six million comes off the books with Kyle Ocposo after the season. I think Jeff Skinner's got four more years, but the less amount of years left, the more his value is in a way. I see. And we beg for him so. Yeah, Here this is. is what you guys asked for. He's so. playing great hockey. He's playing he is really playing great hockey. hockey. He's What's just not nine million dollars. Isn't he on? He's on. He's got to be on pace for eighty something points. Yeah, I think he's at a point per game at least. Uh, I think there's four or five players at a point per game right now. So at least. Whoa, I think he might be 
because he had four apple, he had four assists tonight. He might just be at a point per game, maybe higher. No, no, I think he's a lot more. He'll be at thirty-one. He'll be at thirty-one points. I haven't. I don't know the stats at the top of my head, but um, well, this is two. This is two seasons in a row. Everyone says it. He can't do it more than one season in a row. He had a good year with Eichel, and then well, part of the problem was they didn't play him with Jack Eichel after we signed him for some reason. For some reason, they just didn't. It didn't make sense. Don't. But we're not talking about him. <laughs> no, shout out Jeff Skinner on pace for more than eighty-two points and Rasmus Dahlin as well. I mean, he's a defenseman, so if his production go- takes a dip, you're not going to be too surprised. But what a season! I think had. I think Darlene wins the Norris this year. And that's a hot take with Eric Carlson right now, but there's a Eric lot of Carlson season left. Great. And Eric Carlson, I think there's only so much you can do with that San Jose team. I know he gets like the low, all of it now. There's no more Brent Burns there, but something about just the team being so damn bad makes me think that Darlene is gonna help more. He's, I think he's gonna pile on the assists at least. He's still scoring. He scored the other night, so he he just is an apple picker mm-hmm. on the power play. Just and he's breaking left and right. Like even like just the subtle things are just crazy. You notice in his game. Oh yeah, he killed Matt Nieto against the Sharks. We yeah. didn't talk about that. This is murder. all been about Columbus. He's going on trial for murder. <laughs> Something it, about the jersey and that hit. It's <laughs> beautiful. What, is, what a time to be alive. What a time. To Sabres be alive. TikTok video that I sent you. Did you see that? The, yeah, that was fantastic. Great job. To them, you're killing it. If you're hiring, let me know. But um, yeah, good stuff there. Uh, yeah, the goat head jerseys. I don't think we've talked about them on stream, but they're so great. Mm-hmm. They're beautiful. I, I, hope, I hope we keep them as a third for at least twenty five years. <laughs> I I could watch <laughs> them play a whole season in those and not get bored of it. Yeah. Um. Do you know if they're wearing those for Ryan Miller night? I just got gifted uh, tickets for my birthday. Did you uh, really? I My birthday is in January, but I asked for them now because I feel like they're only going to go up in price. And they just How got really If you don't mind me asking. I I paid 220 after fees for 300 seats for two tickets. So not really not oh, that horrible. But like, night, like Ryan Miller night. It's going to be yeah, a, a I experience. think. There's a point where money doesn't matter, and missing out on Jack Eichel night last year and Rick Jenner at night, especially. I I've come to the point where I'm not missing this, and you're gonna have hours of fun that night that are worth more than two hundred forty dollars. It was a gift from my dad. Shout out, Dad! Thanks, appreciate it. Thank you, Dad. Uh, got some new shoes. Check these out. Some custom goat head. Nikes here. <laughs> um, shout out to Kenny Proper on uh. Twitter at KC Pro underscore 88. Um, great work by him. Uh, great deals. If you want to get a pair yourself or many others, check out his page. Uh, How much did you pay for those? I paid $250, for the work, which I think is That's very not bad at all. Show but, the goat uh, again. Like, show the logo. So yeah. clean. Pretty yeah, awesome. Those are crazy. Yeah, so shout out did to you, uh, you could, like, wear them too or no? Oh, sorry. Shot him up. Shot him up. Shot him up. Um, He said, yeah, just reapply coding and, like, stuff. He said he'd put some on, so they should be good for a little bit. So, yeah, appreciate it. Awesome stuff. Good work. 
I want a pair, but I don't want a copy. But they're so cool, man. And the slug wouldn't work, like the red and black. I might uh I might DM him and see if he's interested in a giveaway or something, and maybe proceeds can go to a charity of some sort. So we'll oh, that see. That would be really cool if we could get that done. That would be really cool. I will shoot him a message after this episode, but um, yeah, keep your eyes out for that if that works, and if not, maybe I'm, I'm in the giveaway. And if I win, I'm not. <laughs> I'm gonna be I don't feel bad for anybody. <laughs> so Zach, uh, we we started this uh thing where every week we would say our player of the week and such, and we haven't done it since. So why not do it now? Seems <laughs> like a good time to start. I think I think there's going to be a common name in here. Yeah, a few. Um, your who is your player of the week? How about we do um, it for the month for the month of November and now? Just since the oh last. Ooh, I was thinking in like parameters of a week. Now I gotta extend that. November player, November Tate and December. Just Come the on. past Tate Thompson. Tate yeah. Thompson. He just closed five. <laughs> if you asked me that question before this game, it would have been Casey Middlestep. But I think yeah, that basketball <laughs> game really, really helped. Um, you have a bozo of the month? No, I don't think so. I do. Um, I have a couple. Okay. I'll let you riff and I'll think of mine. But one sticks out to me like a sore thumb, and I don't think anyone's going to expect it after the comments I just made. But um, Casey Fitzgerald, I don't like him. I'm sorry. If you're listening, Casey, you're, I bet Hold you're a great guy. Worthy. Yeah, I, I think so. I think he's been the worst saber all of this year. Him and – Brighton is a close second. Um, and then you got guys like Middleson, Olsen, who are over there. But uh, I'm going to give it to Casey Fitzgerald. So, yeah. Sorry, Bozo. Um, I'm going to give it to Casey Middlestat. That's fair. Just so Did, I can weren't you just defending him last week or two weeks ago? You are like, you're sorry for all the hate. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm very bipolar on Casey Middlestat. But I think it'd be funny if, like, we could just rack up his bozo of the months or bozo <laughs> so we can like harass him with it. Like, okay, three time bozo of the week winner, Casey Middlestat. Like, who yeah. is that guy? And then, uh, we have to your... say, yeah, I was gonna say defenseman. So I think that's Darlene. I because, or do you want to say power? I think Darlene's just killing it right now where you can't say power he, yet, but, but power projected to. On pace for 80-some-odd points. Okay. Winning Morris, he's second right now for that race. So, yeah. Kate Rasmus Darling, good for you. Rookie of the past couple weeks. You got a couple here to pick from. Jack Quinn. Yeah, I agree. I thought you were going to go Owen Power, but... No, Quinn found his scoring touch, and that's what you need from him. He scores yeah. goals. He's playing his game. And that kid's line. I'm just going to give it to the kid's line, or at least... I can't because Cousins isn't a rookie anymore. Yeah, I'll just go Quinn. I think that's fair. Goal of the month. Your favorite goal, goal of the month. That's a long time to think about. Why can't I think of anything like just obscene? Like Thompson's goals tonight obviously were all great. But I don't. I'm gonna go greater goals. <laughs> I got mine. If you're, if you're, um, 
Go for it because I can't think of any right now. It's it's a biased choice because I was at the game, so obviously that enhances the experience. But Jeff Skinner's goal on the power play against St. Louis, where he put it through his legs and then backhanded mm-hmm. it in, just in the goat head, and he, I was like right behind that net for that. But just That's to cool. see him like sell, oh my god, fantastic! What a game! What an experience they had! And yes, I do have a fanny pack for you the next time I see you. Awesome! Yeah, what a Heritage Classic jersey! So yeah, my one, but you know, whatever. I'm a nice guy. You can have yeah, it. yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, I think we'll go with an in-person goal for me. I was at the Tampa game, and that Thompson goal, uh, where he went around everybody, including the goalie, and tucked it in at the end. That was uh. It's pretty neat. So just because I was in person for it, I'll I'll give it that one. The thing is, Thompson has about five or six on the list that could also win goal of the month. So just um, when we wrap it up, just put every Tage Thompson goal. No, I'm kidding. That's a lot of work. Yeah, that's, no. <laughs> um, every Tage Thompson goal of all time. Did he score goals with St. Louis? Is that a dumb question to ask as a podcast host? Like, I have no idea if he ever scored in St. Louis. That's a good point. I don't think he was in the NHL yet. I think he was still a prospect, if you want to look that up. But I don't know. Probably I don't, played a few games in St. Louis. Maybe. I don't know. But um, I think we've I think we've uh, high-fived and saluted the Sabres for their last couple of games. And I think it's I think it's my time to shine with the, the, real, the reality of some things. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. He, scored, <laughs> he scored three goals with St. Louis. Good for him. The reality, we're gonna... wrapping up on a sour note. <laughs> <laughs> okay. no. Well, first we'll talk about this. There's a team in the NHL who has just decided, you know what? This shit don't work. That team is the Vancouver Canucks. They have came out and mentioned that it is rebuild time in Vancouver. And when you look at Vancouver, they've got some intriguing players on that team, including Elias Pettersson, Brock Besser, who some may think is the first one out of there, Bo Horvat. Um, I, I think Besser's the first one out of there. Uh, yeah. Uh, Thatcher Demko, who is out for six weeks, but he will be back February-ish. So those are just some big names there. They've also got Connor Garland, great winger. You didn't um, even say Bo Horvat, did you? Yeah, I think I did. If I didn't, I'm stupid. That's the guy I want. But yeah, yeah. Like, you've been talking about him for weeks. <laughs> Don't even mention him. So I'm gonna I'm gonna propose to you a trade. I'm Me? I'm Vancouver. Yes, you are Kevin. You are Kevin with a Y. I will give you Bo Horvat and Thatcher okay. Demko in exchange for Casey Middlestat, Eric Comrie. A conditional first, it becomes a second if Horvat does not resign. And Matthew Savoy. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Shout out to Gabriel OR89 for that. Is that a fan who, who submitted that? Yeah, but I think that's with the reactions it got, I think it's uh I think it's fair for both sides and but you're that's up to you to decide. So Savoy, Middlestat. Comrie and a conditional first for Horvat and Thatcher Demko. So the first is lottery protected. Sure. I don't know. I don't know. 
Um, see, job. <laughs> <laughs> we say all the time, like, oh, bringing in more kids, we're gonna be young forever. That that fixes it. Bring moving Savoy out for Bo Horvat. He's a big chip prospect, though. Like I, very big. He definitely should have gone higher in this draft. But you need to give away some of those for a Bo Horvat, who's also playing great hockey right now. Fantastic hockey. You're not going to. He's just... also not that old. I don't Wait. think he's under or over twenty-seven. Let me fact check that. But continue. Um. Well, he is twenty-seven. 27. Yeah. So, yeah, you have to give up some pieces like that. Casey Middlestead, I have no problem giving away. Really? Really. I, oh. I, I, <laughs> I, he just, he's just the odd man out. It's time for him to go. It seems like. Obviously, I'm not in the locker room every day. I try to, but not every day. I always get kicked out and <laughs> out. get called a creep, whatever bunch of political stuff but um <laughs> and we get thamshire thamshire deck <laughs> yes we get thamshire demo <laughs> yeah and I, I, I really like that idea because obviously his value is low right now with the injury and the poor performance this year but well, why do we even have to bring the i would do that without the goalies i think it see here's here's what i thought when i saw that one can we switch Lucan in for Comrie only because I thought of that, but I didn't. We got Comrie one more year. Lucan is young because that's Lucanin. just giving away. Fresh start for Lucan and Comrie's new. Lucan, I don't think, is liked by management. I think uh, I think they kind of just put it out there that it just, it just doesn't seem evident that they like him at all. But that, and I think that heightens the value. I think Lucan's value is higher than Comrie's because he's young and second round pick and has potential still, but, and then looking and bringing more value than Comrie. Definitely. Yeah. And then I, I would say Lucan is more valuable in a trade, just be straight off of potential. But, um, obviously the piece that hurts in that trade is Savoy. And I don't think Vancouver's going to want to budge. I don't think they're going to be like, no, I'm not taking Osland instead. Where does Savoy fit in three years? I think right wing. Um, yeah, right wing. I think he could even – because Alex Tuck is very good, but I think we're going to have to spread out that – spread him out. I think they're going to have to put a rookie with Thompson to help maybe the rookie succeed and then spread out Tuck. Who knows? It's You can never project anything. So, But it's a good point that we have our top two centers locked in for the next – well. Cousins, not yet, but it seems like the next eight years. Yeah. And less than third line center is kind of like a position you want. I don't want to – with how young the top two are, I think a third line you kind of want to vet. And that being said, we just drafted three centers in the first round last year. So I think – In one – I mean, Savoy's not going to play this year, we can assume. Yeah, no. I don't, and he, probably not. Are, we're thinking next year. Is that is is that where management's at on at on him? Savoy's kind of having an off year. He did not get uh, to the Canadian World Junior Team, but uh, shout out to Osland and uh, Rosine. They made Sweden, so good for them. 
I'd assume Yuri Kulich is going to make check, but I don't think anything came out about that yet. But um, it's crazy how many young players we have to keep up with now. Like, yeah, what? It, take me back to the Jack Eichel days where the only names you needed were Nick Justin Bailey, Justin Bailey. <laughs> who was yeah. it? Uh, CJ uh, Smith. So, yeah. <laughs> prospects for like he signed him out of college. He was like 22, 24, and he just. Everyone's like, this is it. This is the savior. For like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's so many young guys you got to keep up with now. And honestly, gun to your head, gun to your head. Savoy, Middlestat, Comrie. No, Lukanen, not Comrie. And a conditional first for Demko and Horvat. You have five seconds. Yes. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it would suck so bad. It, it would suck all. neat. But how long do you anticipate having Bo Horvat on the team, though? If we trade for him, can we if, sign him? Can we have Thompson him, Cousins and Horvat for that long? If Horvat would take like a five, six year deal at like six and a half, six, yeah, I don't think he would. And I think Dem- Demko has like three years left, which is perfect for Levi to come in in the NHL and adjust. He can be the backup for a year. 50-50 for a year. Next thing you know, Domko is the backup, or you trade him. Like, I don't think you're getting Bo Horvat at that deal. I do. Matthew Savoy. Goals. He has 20 goals right now. That is true. His value is freaking high. I don't but, think – so if you're doing that trade, I, I don't know how long you have Horvat on the team. That's the only reason – If I that's, why the, that's why the pick is conditional. It's a second if he does not resign. Even still, you're still losing Savoy just for Thatcher Dumco at that point. Yeah. If I didn't have a gun to my head, I'd have a lot of things to think about. If there was a way to switch out Savoy for Osland or – and Rosine, done, take it, run. Because I think we're just, like, emotionally attached to Savoy. To a long – Long, long extension. You just can't. You have own power to sign eventually. You have Quinn and Paterka who are going to need contracts. Cousins needs a contract. The con- the cap is going up ten million yeah, in in the next couple of years. I don't think money is going to be a problem for this team, especially with their first center signed for what it is. It saves a lot of other things and Akposo coming off again. Like, and we're still. If we league. had Bo Horvat on our team right now, we would have two of the top four goal scorers. That's not going to be cheap to keep. No, he's definitely having. I don't take that deal because I don't think you're keeping Horvat for for a long enough time for it to be worth it. And last thing you want to see is Savoy absolutely lighting up Vancouver. Yeah, I mean that's fair. Speaking of lighting up Montreal, Shane Wright scored his first goal. So big fan. He's a big fan of the show, by the way. I heard. Yeah, shout out Shane. Uh, yeah, I called it. Uh, I saw he was getting called up from the Coachella Firebirds, where he scored four goals in five games after being sent down. I mean, I didn't score against Montreal. And I see on Elliot Frieden saying, Shane Wright called up first game against Montreal. I text my buddy, and I go, hey, I don't know if you can bet this, but this is just a thought I have. A lot. Shane Wright, anytime goal scorer. And he's like, it's not even on FanDuel. I'm like, oh, okay, just get it. Anytime touchdown score. <laughs> no, obviously that was gonna, obviously that was gonna happen. 
I, I I saw it written out. Like that was kind of how it would go. The Bills are back. Yeah, the Bills are back. Why do I not even remember who they played? New England. Yeah, we beat the hell out of New England. And uh, Von Miller is out for the season. Which is catastrophic. Yes, and not only for the rest of the season, probably until December next year. He will be back just in time for the playoff push for the second straight Super Bowl. But that sucks. And that may hurt the Odell Beckham sweepstakes. We don't know yet. Um, Um, It's looking like Dallas right now. Von Miller won us. I'm not going to say he won us the game in Kansas City. But um, he had some pretty clutch plays against Kansas City, and it proved why we signed him. So if we're, if we're facing Kansas City again in the playoffs, you're definitely going to be missing Von Miller out there. It's definitely going to be evident when he's not playing how the defense needs him. So it's a tough loss. but Hopefully uh, I saw a joke about Jerry Hughes demands his release from the Texans, and we just bring him back one more run for Jerry. But um, probably not. But – yeah, that's terrible. And Von Miller just demand a release. Yeah, yeah. You can do that in the NFL. Can you do that in the NHL? No, you can't. No, I don't know. I mean, you can They're... be a you can be a diva. <laughs> yeah, or you could be Antonio Brown. Right. <laughs> um. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Goat Heads Podcast. Um. We hope you check us out every week. We got new episodes coming out every Thursday morning. Yep. So for now, we that might change soon. Uh, subject to change, definitely. Yeah, We've been we, trying we to work will. out um, a better way for us to do them in person because it's just smoother that way and flows better instead of talking to a computer. Yeah. So stay on the lookout, and we might be coming to a city near you. <laughs> the Goldheads podcast is going on tour. <laughs> yeah no um and then back to brazil over yeah. and over again we just keep doing our fan meetups in brazil shout out to you guys over there uh still oh, ranked yeah. number three I'd open a PO ranked the number three hockey podcast in brazil so uh we get so much fan mail dude we got to do an opening of all our mail from brazil yeah yeah i got bags of it <laughs> Uh, yeah, Zach, this was fun. Um, if you're listening uh, and you're not following us on Twitter, do that. At and Go if you can give us a five-star review on Spotify, give us a five-star review. Yeah, this is this is a threat. You have to do it. I'm not asking you. I'm telling you. <laughs> and download the damn episodes because apparently that's all that matters, not the streams. So, yeah, send download the episode. Send us money right now. <laughs> Don't send us money. Um it's been fun. Do all the stuff I just told you to. Go Sabres. Yeah. Go um, Sabres. Big back-to-back in Pittsburgh coming up. And hopefully Thursday we got these cheery attitudes back because our team's still playing good. But only time will answer those questions. Yeah. Find out next on the next episode of the Go Heads podcast. <laughs>